The ingredients for this episode are Iago, Schemes, and Gin. I'm Andy Anderson, the mischievous maestro, and we're mixing up the perfect combination. Giuseppe Verdi came out of retirement to compose Otello, an opera based on the Shakespeare play. It was his second of his Shakespeare-based operas. The opera premiered on February the 5th, 1887 at La Scala in Milan, Italy. Verdi felt retirement was the only way he could get away from the, quote, Italian theater, Italian politics, and Italian music, which seems to be sinking beneath a tide of Germanism. Lucky for us, Verdi composed Otello and gave the world one of the most beautiful scores ever written. And by doing so, he also gave us one of opera's greatest villains, Iago. Iago, here in the high court of the mischievous maestro, the charges brought up against you are as follows. Libel, slander, attempted first-degree murder, and larceny. How do you plead? We, the High Court of the Mischievous Maestro, find you guilty as charged. My friends, before we dig into Iago, I think it's time for a cocktail. The cocktail for this episode is called the bee sting, or sometimes you will see it called the bee's knees. Now, the phrase the bee's knees was used in Prohibition times as slang to mean the best. This cocktail, which is basically a gin sour, is believed to have been created around the Prohibition time and used lemon and honey to mask the harsh smell of bathtub gin. This classic cocktail is sometimes also made with a muddled jalapeno and tequila. But for today's version, this is what you're going to need. You're going to need to first of all go to your pantry and grab some honey. Put it in a jar. You need two parts honey and one part water. The way I mix it, two tablespoons of honey and one tablespoon of warm water. Put it in a jar and shake it to combine it. You're going to have to shake it for a little while, but shake it to combine it. And what you're making is a honey syrup. You're also going to need gin and fresh squeezed lemon juice. And while you're at your bar, go ahead and grab that bottle of absinthe you haven't used since last season. And a cocktail shaker. Put some ice into it. Add two ounces of gin. Three quarters of an ounce of fresh squeezed lemon juice. Three quarters of an ounce of that honey syrup you just made.
and one teaspoon of absinthe. Put the lid on your cocktail shaker and give it a good shake, 10 or 15 seconds or so. And then strain it into a chilled martini glass. Enjoy, my friend. So, my friends, how's that cocktail? Is it the bee's knees? So, Iago, one of my favorite characters in all of opera. And one of my favorite parts of the opera Otello is Iago's bone-chilling aria, his credo. Translated, I believe in a cruel God who has created me in his image and whom in hate I name. For some vile seed or base atom I am born. I am evil because I am a man, and I feel the primeval slime in me. Yes, this is my testimony. I believe with a firm heart, as does the young widow at the altar, that whatever evil I think or that whatever comes from me was decreed for me by fate. I believe that an honest man is but a poor actor, both in face and heart, and that everything in him is a lie. Tears, kisses, looks, sacrifices, and honor. And I believe man to be the sport of an unjust fate, from the germ of the cradle to the worm of the grave. After all this mockery comes death, and then death is nothingless. Heaven is an old wives' tale. Iago believes God intended him to be the villain that he is, and implies that all men are naturally evil. He feels no shame for his actions because, in his mind, he was born to do the evil things he does and is more honest to himself and to the world in this way than any, quote, good person. After playing the character of Iago in the Shakespeare play, the great actor Andy Serkis in his memoir wrote, quote, There are a million theories to Iago's motivations, but I believed that Iago was once a good soldier, a great man's man to have around, a bit of a laugh, who feels betrayed, gets jealous of his friend, wants to mess it up for him, enjoys causing him pain, makes a choice to channel all his creative energy into the destruction of this human being, and becomes completely addicted to the power he wields over him. I didn't want to play him as initially malevolent. 
He's not the devil. He's you or me feeling jealous and not being able to control our feelings. Side note, wondering who Andy Serkis is? Well, he played Gollum in the Peter Jackson films, The Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit. Iago is often considered one of the most sinister villains because of the unique trust Otello places in him, which of course he betrays while maintaining his reputation for honesty and dedication. The character of Iago originally came from an idea that already existed in the theatrical world. That character is of course the devil in religious morality plays, which developed into the villain during the Elizabethan drama and tragedy. Iago says, quote, I am not what I am, which can be interpreted as, I am not what I seem. But it is also reminiscent of a quotation from the Bible, which Shakespeare would have known. In Exodus, God gives his laws to Moses on Mount Sinai, and Moses asks God his name. God replies, quote, I am that I am. If, quote, I am that I am stands for God, then Iago's self-description, quote, I am not what I am, is the direct opposite. He is a liar. He makes promises he has no intention of keeping. He tells fancy stories in order to trap people and lead them to their destruction. And he sees others' greatest vulnerabilities and uses these to destroy them. Iago does all this not for any good reason, but for love of evil. Iago is a schemer and a manipulator, skillfully deceiving people so that not only do they not suspect him, but they actually consider him the person most likely to be truthful. Iago is considered one of Verity's most demanding roles, both vocally and dramatically. And some of the leading Iagos of the opera world include the great singers Leonard Warren, Robert Merrill, Tito Gobi, Cheryl Milnes, and James Morris. So what exactly does Iago do to make him so evil? Well, let's break it down. Number one, Iago is furious about being overlooked for promotion and plots to take revenge against Otello. Iago uses a stolen handkerchief that belongs to Otello's wife, Desdemona, and manipulates Otello into believing she is unfaithful. Otello becomes very jealous and allows his jealousy to consume him. Otello ends up murdering his wife and then commits suicide. Number two, he is also implicit in the death of Rodrigo. And number three, he gets Cassio drunk, and after a sword fight, gets him demoted and tries to get him murdered. Testimony. 
Each thing Iago says is cause for worry. He claims a reputation for honesty and plain speaking, yet he invents elaborate lies in order to exploit and manipulate other people. He treats others as fools and has no time for tender emotion, yet he is a married man and presumably once loved his wife. He cares for no one, yet he devotes his whole life to revenge rather than walk away in disdain. He believes in cheating and lying for gain, yet Shakespeare placed some of the most beautiful text in Iago's mouth. Side note, in the original Shakespeare play, Iago has more lines than Otello, the title character. So, my friends, what's the moral of the story here? Ladies, hang on to your handkerchiefs, unless you want all holy hell to break loose and then get strangled by your spouse. Also, don't trust people that lurk in shadows. In our next episode... The High Court of the Mischievous Maestro will be hearing the case against opera's thunderous diva, the Queen of the Night, from Mozart's The Magic Flute. Until then, continue to be safe, my friends, and as always, stay thirsty for knowledge. The Mischievous Maestro podcast was researched and written by me, Andy Anderson. Recording engineer and co-producer is Ryan Hall. Art director and co-producer is Jefferson Reidenauer. Very personal assistant to the Mischievous Maestro and co-producer is Megan King. Production assistant, co-producer, and all-around great guy is Ivan Kano. Publicist for Andy Anderson is Jonathan Blaylock. Don't forget to subscribe on your favorite platform to get all of the upcoming episodes with exciting drinks. To learn more about The Mischievous Maestro and for the drink recipes, don't forget to visit our website, themischievousmaestro.com. And follow me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. The Mischievous Maestro is so much more than a podcast, it's a lifestyle. 
And I would like to remind you to please drink responsibly. If you're not old enough, don't do it. And if you are old enough, do it in moderation. And if you're having a bad day and refuse to drink in moderation, then please follow these simple rules for overindulgence. Don't drink and drive. Please don't drink too much and then email your boss asking for a raise. And please, for all that's holy in the world, don't drink too much and then drunk text your ex at 3 a.m. This podcast is the sole property of the mischievous maestro and may not be used in whole or in any part without the expressed written permission of Andy Anderson.